talking about cars now. Yeah, I'm talking about cars. <laughs> That's what men do. <laughs> Guys, what kind of car do you keep in your everyday carry? Hello, and welcome to episode 85 of the Erasable Podcast. Well, it's that time of year where we gather our friends and family and give thanks. Thanks that we're halfway through NaNoWriMo, that is. We'll check in, check in about that, plus talk about some new stuff out there. And there's no one I'd rather get drunk around the dinner table than slip into a turkey coma with than my dauntless and valorous co-hosts, Johnny and Tim. Hey, guys. Hey. hey you know, I guess vegan turkey for you. Anytime. For you, Johnny. Hey, it's all still a carb coma. Can you? I was gonna say, can <laughs> you get good. a coma? Does it have? Do they like inject tryptophan into the the vegan turkey? Um, tofurkey is some dense stuff. <laughs> yeah. So you'd have some of that and some mashed potatoes, and you're done. <laughs> <laughs> what's uh? What's everybody's favorite uh, Thanksgiving dish? Um, tofurkey. <laughs> <laughs> I am. At this point in my life, I am a stuffing fan. Ooh, good call. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody says stuffing. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. Tim's old stuffing. school. Yeah. Old school. I'm tenured. <laughs> That's like, yeah. what's your favorite thing? Back off. Ketchup. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, I also like a good uh, rustic mashed potato. That's Ooh. I like those, like the chunky mm. mashed potatoes. Especially. Yeah. Delicious. Yeah. Red Con- potatoes. Controversial mm. choice here, but uh, I kind of like green bean casserole. Mm, that's good stuff. Yeah. No, oh, I can get with you on that. <laughs> Although I put I put uh, cumin in mine one year, and my mother's still talking about it. <laughs> like last History. year, I wasn't allowed to make it. <laughs> Don't put that damn cumin. In. Sorry, <laughs> God. I was trying to spice it up a little. Literally. Do you guys ever watch Mad About You? <sighs> no. No. I mean, a long time. It used to be yeah. in like reruns. I remember watching yeah. it, but Katie I haven't in a long time. Katie, you have this line that's from a like Thanksgiving episode of Mad About You, where Jamie and Paul Buckman are cooking, and they call Fran and Mark, who are their like they're like you know crazy friends, and uh, Jamie try, wants to know what what cumin is, and uh, Mark has this like book about cumin. It's the, like the history of cumin. He starts reading from it. And he's like, the history what? of cumin is as long as the history of mankind itself. <laughs> so uh, whenever anybody says cumin. It's like a trigger. <laughs> I just have to slip into that. Uh, okay. You guys watched that. Um, there's a good Thanksgiving episode of uh, Gilmore Girls. Mm. It's probably well well viewed right now. Although they make mm-hmm. fun of Tofurky in a really unfair way in that episode. <laughs> but you know, but it's protest. Where, you know, Dean is is ready to uh, fight Jess. That's so pretty funny. It's really uh-huh. out of character. <laughs> yeah. Jess is all like, "I'm not going to fight you, Dean." <laughs> <laughs> she wouldn't want me to. You know, you know who's probably the most against uh, cumin in the Gilmore Girls would be would be Kelly Gilmore or Kelly Bishop, <laughs> Emily Gilmore. No, she likes throwing her eggs. Does she? Yep. Okay, you win this one, Gamber. You and Kelly Bishop about, um, win. Remember, Lorelai hates Indian food, so she, I imagine something pungent like cumin. She'd probably not do. Uh, <laughs> now I was talking about tofurkey. Sorry. Oh, tofurkey! I bet that Emily Gilmore would be against. Like it. Yeah, I made it for her a couple times. She's not into it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On that note, let's actually get out of the nonsense and talk about information. Um, let's talk about tools of the trade. 
Tim, what are you what are you consuming and what are you writing with? Uh, I've got you know we're in the middle of NaNoWriMo. I got off to a good start, but I'm at this point I am falling behind because of life stuff. But I'm still happy with how much I've produced, and I'm what I'm working on is a young adult novel, and so hmm. I picked up two different young adult novels, recent ones, and the first one is called The Hate You Give, which got a decent amount of attention, you know, a good amount of attention, I think last year or the year before, whenever it came out, and i just now getting around to it, but it was a book inspired by the Black Lives Matter movement, um, mm. and it's a really, really powerful book. Um, I, I picked it up from the library and then also have it on audio that I've been listening to in between, and it's, it's, a, it's excellent. It's The Hate and Letter You Give, I guess, from a Tupac lyric. Yeah. Nice. Um, and then uh, the next two things on my list are called Turtles All the Way Down. <laughs> I actually coincidentally have been into two different things called Turtles All the Way Down. <laughs> um, <laughs> the first, <laughs> yeah, the first is a uh, John Green, yeah, his new novel, Indianapolis uh, native. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so I, I picked that up. Actually, I went into our Elizabethan, Tennessee Walmart, and there was an autographed copy on the shelf. Oh wow. So, got that. So I started reading it, uh, which I'm, I'm not very far into it, but it's it's pretty uh, uh, pretty uh, yeah. It's just it's good. It's a uh, about a, a young girl who suffers from a, a form of obsessive compulsive disorder hmm. um, and is like obsessed with this idea of the bacteria in her body, like that all these different bacteria in her body, and she's kind of fixated on that while she and then she's also of course going through normal teenager stuff but that's that's been good so far and the the other turtles all the way down <laughs> is a song uh from an album by sturgill simpson who i'm pretty sure i've talked about sturgill simpson before mm-hmm. on the podcast he's the like sort of pseudo country musician uh and this is from his he has an album called meta modern sounds and country music that came out uh three or four years ago and the reason I got back into it in the in the title track or the the lead track on the album is called Turtles All the Way Down, which is a, an amazing song. And if the, you should just look up the in the show notes, we should put the uh, uh, the music video because if you want to know what Sergio Simpson's like, it's basically kind of like bar band country, like old school bar band country. Hmm. If the lead singer was like pretty into psychedelics, so. <laughs> Uh, I'm sold. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty awesome. But the reason I got back into him is that I was, uh, we were waiting for our uh, Roku to connect. <laughs> and I, you know, or like waiting for the Wi-Fi to hook up that. And I, we turned the TV on and the CMAs were on, something I would never watch. Um, but uh, I, I that was on the TV and I looked down at my phone and saw Sturgill Simpson was trending on Twitter. And I was like, well, that's weird. Because um, he, well, he won. First time that happened. Well, no, I mean, he won <laughs> the uh, Grammy last year for the best country album, mm-hmm. which like pissed off everybody in Nashville because he's this like anti-Nashville kind of guy. Um, and he also, it was pretty amazing because he was, and he was up, he was also nominated for album of the year <laughs> last year. It was like Beyonce, Drake, Justin Bieber, and then Sturgill, Sturgill Simpson. <laughs> Sturgill Simpson. <laughs> and so he actually had a, you're going to need a typewriter about this, but he had a, a t-shirt on his website during that time that said, who the f*** is Sturgill Simpson? <laughs> it was just like what it said across the front. Uh, but he, uh, yeah, so I, he was trending and I looked it up and it ended up that he didn't get invited to the Country Music Awards, <laughs> uh, which is kind of amazing since he'd won the Grammy the year before. And so 
Instead, he stood out front of the Bridgestone Arena in Nashville with his guitar like on the ground, like the uh, case open on the ground, and his Grammy for Best Country Album in the middle of it, and just <laughs> it was out there busking in front of the, <laughs> the Bridgestone Arena, and like people were coming up and like asking him questions on Periscope and stuff, and he was answering them all, and it was pretty, it was pretty badass. That's amazing. So, yeah, he's an awesome guy. He's <laughs> amazing, amazing musician. So yeah, check that out. And then of course, Stranger Things too. I'm about halfway through. Yeah, uh, the season. So I won't say anything. Speaking yeah. of Paul Reiser, yeah, it's not really a spoiler. Yeah, oh, he's he's so good in it. I yeah. I keep expecting him to be like you know Paul Reiser instead of you know the character <laughs> that he is. Yeah. Be like I, I, I'm uncomfortable with this uh, upside down world. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 yeah. um, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> so I'm I'm loving it. I'm enjoying it um, uh, quite a bit, and I'm writing with. A Stadler uh, Tradition HB. Hmm. Nice. Which which uh, one which, is the Tradition? It's the black and red yeah. iteration of the Norris. Um, comes in HB and 2B and 4B, I think. But I just have, I had an it HB goes, sitting around. Do you think yeah, that HB... way up in the B Oh, range. does it go all, the, like, the whole range? Not as much as the um, Lumograph, but pretty far. Okay. Does the... I should look that, I'm going to look this up. Oh, I see 2H. Yeah, I see 2H, 4H. Yeah. Is the Sattler HB harder than, like, say, a Japanese or a Palomino HB? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, and it's so it's not, like, really, like, my normal pencil, but I the reason I picked it up is that I was inspired to pick up a Stadler because of the book we're going to be talking about tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, Secret Life of the Pencil is just packed full of Stadlers. They're every, you know, if you notice that, like, they're just, like, all over the place. And, and I just went down to my stash and found this, and I've been enjoying it today. Uh, it's a cool-looking pencil. Um. And I think oh. I'll I'll see it through. Here they are on uh, Colt Pens in the UK. They go from 4H to 6B. <laughs> That's <Nice>. wide. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jenny, how about you? Excellent. I'm going to go backwards because Tim had a Statler. I'm using a Statler Mars Lumograph 100 HB. Hmm. It's a mouthful. Yeah. On Field Notes, Shenandoah Sweet Birch, which is seasonal and perfect. Yeah. So I'll talk about it in my Fresh Point later why I have it. Randomly a Stars Lumi- uh, yeah, Statler Mars Lumograph tonight. But um, like Tim, I'm stuck in the yeah, the middle of NaNoWriMo, so I'm feeling kind of brain dead. And also, I'm not reading anything. I don't even think I've touched the New Yorker. No, I did that Philip Roth article, but mm. I haven't touched the New Yorker aside from that in like a month. And uh, I am finished Stranger Things too. Yay! Which is so good. Oh so my God, what commercial. did you think about the giant twist at the end? That one no, where um, <laughs> Eleven is really Will's grandfather? Yeah, it's Go amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so I saw a commercial for a uh, soundtrack, and I'm like, what a bunch of crap, because the only song they play on the whole damn show is the Clash song, and it's not even the best Clash song. But mm. then later, all of the soundtrack is played in like 10 minutes. Like, oh, oh okay, yeah. that makes sense. I, I listen to the the uh, the score a lot in school. Like when my mm-hmm. kids are writing and stuff, I'll put on the the theme music and like that kind of spooky background stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> no pressure, awesome. guys. They look I, up and they're like, "What is going I, on?" I don't like, want to. You're watching like that <laughs> thing. Yeah. You're screwing up the kids. <laughs> I don't want to out hipster you, but I have the uh, soundtrack on vinyl, <sighs> on limited I'm edition, jealous. color yeah. colorways vinyl. I saw that at Barnes & Noble. I really yeah. wanted it. 
Uh, the only other thing I have is that the children and I are very much enjoying the wombats lately in what's, the car. What's the good wombats? driving music? They're um, a Brit- one of those British bands that sort of like fluctuates between like I don't know, like pump eighties uh, ish punk pop art punk hmm. stuff. They're but they're three piece and they're very like you know tight. They're cool and they write really cool songs like um, let's dance to Joy Division and um. What's the one called? Be Your Shadow or just sort of masochistic song? It's interesting. Hmm. Look, I don't I hope my kids don't listen to the lyrics too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice. How about you, Mr. Andy? Are um, you using a statler also? <laughs> I man, I should go get a statler right now because I am not. Um but I do love me a Opex. I do love me a school pencil. Um <laughs> I'm uh, keeping the house warm. I threw a couple of Wopex on the fire, and it's, you know, just, it, it doesn't <laughs> stop burning. to kill everybody in your building. Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> stop burning, so. Um, Give me smog problems in San yeah. Francisco, thanks to, yeah. It's the reason. Um, uh, no, I saw, I'm, I, sorry, go on. I just saw the, I was just on Amazon, looked up Statlers when I was trying to figure out the tradition uh, grades. I didn't realize you could get 36 Norris school pencils for, like, 10 bucks. Yeah, those suckers are cheap. I did not realize they were so cheap. Yeah. I never bought them. That's a giant was... markup too. I think I think it's because the 2014 Statlers are like going for a decent price because they're harder to find and people say that they're the you know much markedly better than the other ones. Mm. So mm-hmm. I think the oh, most that, of the ones that we see are you are... talking about the Norris or the Norica, Tim? Norris. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm talking about Norica. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. I can, I can't tell the difference between yeah. any of the Noricas. Yeah. I really liked them when they came out, and then I kind of got over it. Yeah. The right. wood is crap. Yeah. So I am. Uh, I'm listening to a um, a sci-fi podcast series. It's fiction. Uh, it's a serialized kind of like books on tape, I guess. Um, it's called Steal the Stars. Um, it was recommended to me by uh, Matt. Well, not personally, but it was recommended by Max Temkin from <laughs> uh, Cards Against Humanity, and also a podcast called Do by Friday with Merlin Man on it. Um, it's really good. It's a uh, serialized, um, audio fiction and it's kind of in podcast form. It's by Tor who make a lot of, um, a lot of science, science fiction. So listening to that is pretty good. Um, I am, Katie and I are working our way through Broad City, the new season, which is fantastic. Um, it's, it's funny just as we like typewriter bell out dirty words, um, whenever somebody says Trump, they, uh, they bleep it. <laughs> it's <laughs> <laughs> It's pretty good. It's really good so far. I'm enjoying it. Um, I think since we last recorded, uh, I finished Halt and Catch Fire. The entire series is over. Um, I think I've talked about that before here. It's really good. Um, if if you haven't listened to the episode, whatever it was that we talked about, Halt, Halt and Catch Fire, it's basically like Mad Men, except set in the 80s and early 90s and revolving around like Silicon Valley and personal computing and stuff. Uh, it's like semi-fictional. I mean, it's fictionalized, but there's competitors and companies and stuff based in fact. It's just really good. The main characters are super great. Um, <laughs> and also, I don't usually watch Twitch, which is like video streaming for people who play video games. But um, I'm a little bit obsessed with the new Super Mario game that's on Nintendo Switch. I don't have a Switch. I don't plan on getting one. But this game is... Um, it's kind of like Grand Theft Auto meets Mario. It's like kind of one of those like open world kind of things. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's really good. I was just a little bit, you know, I really wanted to watch it. And I watched a guy basically, um, I didn't watch all of it, but he basically streamed it for eight hours. <laughs> just, just at a time. What? 
just oh one saturday katie was out of town i was hanging around the house doing chores and i basically just turned on twitch and watched this guy play super mario super mario odyssey for eight hours in a row <laughs> it was you didn't but you didn't watch it for eight hours no i i just had it on in the background and, and i guess he could have like paused it and taken a like bathroom break or something but um <laughs> yeah. Twitter, yeah yeah <laughs> it's it's really immersive. It's really like a high quality game. Um, I love me some Mario, so I'm gonna maybe figure out if I can like borrow a Switch for a few days and play it through. Uh, it looks like fun. So see if somebody can cut you a Switch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, if anybody here, uh, Discalardi, mail me your Switch for a while. <laughs> no. Um, cool. So and and also I I'm not writing. I'm. I'm basic today. I'm writing with a um, Palomino Blackwing 530, the gold one. Um, somebody in the group posted that they they were like, you know, it's really underrated. Like it's it's gold, but it's a really solid pencil. And I I was like, I agree. So I picked up a a 530, and I've been writing with that. Um, and I'm writing in the uh, writing tablet that um, came with our last CW pencils pencil box. It's the Barkley Cursive Writing Tablet. Um, it's the one that kind of looks like it's from grade school. It has, you know, the very wide rules with the dotted line through the middle of it. I actually really like it. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I've just been having it lay, lay around and it just reminds me of, it reminds me of grade school, but it's, it's also like a little bit narrower than that. So, uh, that is what I'm writing in. So, um, nice. yeah, let's, let's move on to fresh points. Tim, what are your, what are your FPs? Well, first off, uh, surprise, surprise. <laughs> We've got something new from Baron Fig. <laughs> I'm shocked. Uh, just like, <laughs> I'm shocked. I can't believe it. Uh, and the, the new newest release that we're, we're talking about tonight is the Train of Thought Limited Edition Vanguard that came out, which are these impossibly cute little uh, notebooks. Uh, the description on their website says an idea tends to end up far away from where it began the train of thought invites you to climb aboard to see where your ideas take you and it's basically like three notebooks that uh can sort of link together right i mean uh making with the you got the (laughs) engine (laughs) leading into a bunch of cars that uh, are on the other notebooks so you can like line them up that way you Uh, did that too as soon as you got them (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah! Are you kidding me? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've, got a, I've got a one-year-old and a four-year-old. I mean, it's like I'm still doing it. I'm doing it right now. Um, uh, but yeah, they're 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 cool. They're definitely like they are. Well, I was about to say they're aimed at kids. Like they definitely have a kids look to them. But I guess part of the idea, if I'm sort of interpreting their uh, their thinking correctly, is that. Uh, sometimes using something that's out of the ordinary and seemingly like strange or an odd fit can lead you to surprising things. Mm. Um, it's kind of how I interpret it. It made me think of the book, uh, writing down the bones by Natalie Goldberg. I don't know if you ever have heard of that book about writing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a great book. And in the first chapter, she talks about tools, like what she likes to write with. Um, and I, I always, I appreciated that in college when I first got it. And so I was like, yes, she gets me. Chapter one is about choosing the right tools to, <laughs> uh, to write with. But when she talks about notebooks, she talks about how she um, always handwrites first drafts, of course, but she always uses 
notebooks that she buys right after the back to school season that have like goofy characters on them and stuff. Hmm. Um, because they, she can get them for cheap and she just stocks up on them and uses them all year. Uh, for two reasons. One is because having something that's so out of her like norm and doesn't like really fit her uh, makes her take herself less seriously when she's writing. It's not like some big grand moleskin like leather bound thing. It's this. It's got like you know the Smurfs on the front of it, and so it's hard <laughs> to take yourself too seriously on a first draft. Uh, but also that it gives you like a a mental link where she can be like, Oh yeah, I did that in the Ninja Turtles notebook last year. I should find that. Yeah. That's <laughs> a really good, like that. that's that, a good thought. Like it just kind of gives you a mnemonic to remember it. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, Oh, that was Wonder Woman. Okay. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll find that one when I get home. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, what did you guys think of the train of thought? I love so the pretty. illustrations. I, um, I immediately when I got them, I was like, you know, these are, these are cool. The illustrations are great, but I know some people with like some, you know, young sons who love trains. <laughs> I thought maybe, mm-hmm. maybe they would like them more. Um, yes, my yeah. kids are very happy. So Thank I you. You hooked yeah. this up. Yes, thank you, uh, Tim. You said that you're uh, that Henry. Your Henry mm-hmm. really liked the red one. So <laughs> yeah, he loved the yeah he loved the red one. And when I gave it to him, he went and got a crayon out of his crayon box and was just like walking around the house holding a notebook under his arm and a crayon <laughs> and like put it. <laughs> <laughs> and even like put it behind his ear for a little while and he just had like a crayon behind his ear and his notebook and he's like I gotta do my letters I gotta do my letters and he'd sit down and he'd like write letters <laughs> it's really I, really awesome <laughs> I loved um, I, I have to ask did you guys on the uh, the product page for this notebook did you see the um, did you guys get the easter egg no oh, but I'm gonna man. go look at it right now go uh, so go to go to the link the train of thought page Got it. Easter egg. Oh, this is a product page. Does that matter? Yeah, go to the the one that's like baronfig.com slash product slash train of thought. Okay. Um, is it something you have to click on or just something that you can spot? Now go go click on the name of the designer who designed it. Ping Shu. Listen to our chat or no? Just the... Just his name. Oh, that's cool. Where? It's kind of hit right um, in my head. Oh, I see. Where, yeah. Ah. Isn't that fun? That's awesome. Yeah. So I won't uh, cool. I won't spoil the surprise, but uh, if you're listening at home, go go to that page and click on the artist name. Um, yeah, that's great. You know, it's <laughs> funny. When you said uh, Easter egg, I, when I first was looking, there was a, uh, there's a little character who's like in a boat that sort of looks like a minimalist cartoon version of the, the girl from Bob's Burgers with the bunny ears on. I was like... Is that <laughs> Louise? No. That's yeah. Her. What, what's her name? Louise. Yeah. Yeah. Louise. Oh my god, I love that but, show so much. It's so good. Okay. So yeah, these are yeah. So these are really cool. They're really uh, really well done as always. You know, they're really well designed, and it's definitely something out of their norm, um, which and is cool. And color like color choices. It's cool to have a green notebook. I like that one. That's my favorite. I think is the green one. Yeah. And but um, I feel like the um. Maybe not when they were the um, what do they call this one now? The Vanguard when they were the Apprentice, mm-hmm. they were the pocket notebooks. I feel like they had issues with the um, the stitching, fine staples. Yeah, yeah, they were always so. Or the stitching was always like off. A couple of them I had that could would barely open, but now yeah. they're all spot on. Yeah, yeah, they've got that figured out. I, I haven't that had that problem. Serves, uh, mentioning because they obviously did it something on purpose. 
to fix it because it's like really on now. It's like perfect. <laughs> That's very pleasant. Their stuff always smells really good too. <laughs> uh-huh. And they got that going for them, yeah. <laughs> which is nice. Uh, which is nice. <laughs> nice <laughs> pencils with the smell are stationary. <laughs> uh, all right, so yeah, there's that. So the new train of thought from Baron Fig, check that out. Uh, the next thing was so, well, Amazon. Every I feel like you know, a lot of people in our group or just have like a at least a somewhat conflicted relationship with Amazon. There are great <laughs> things about Amazon. Then there's things about Amazon that you're like, oh, I feel bad about that, but it's a really good deal, you know. Um, but uh, one thing I've always dug about Amazon is the the basics or like their white, white what you call it white label? Is that what you call it? Like, uh, mm, yeah. Like their generic products that they produce. And I guess that's not really white label because they manufacture them, some of them themselves, I'm guessing. But, uh, some of them are just really like I feel like it's actually a service, you know. Like when uh, the the legal pads were great, um, I love that I can go on Amazon and get a iPhone cable for like twenty dollars cheaper than what Apple's trying to make you pay for the same exact cord, you know, um, those sorts of things. And but they came out with pencils. Did you see these? I don't know. I don't know how long they've been out. Click on um, them right now. Yeah, Amazon Basics pencils and so it is there so they have stooped down into the underworld of crappy (laughs) box pencils like store-bought pencils like you'd find it a gross for ten (laughs) dollars yeah yeah (laughs) yeah or 96 for (laughs) 7.99 so um i have not bought them and i might buy them but but the thing that like the reason I brought this up was like it's not like a big news flash that they've got pencils big deal whatever but what <laughs> what drew my attention oh and they're out of stock the ninety six pack they're sold out hmm. um, how about that is that they have three hundred and eighty seven reviews and it's a four and a half star uh, review on Amazon and when you click on those reviews and you go down and read them as a pencil person they are so depressing <laughs> like when you read through these because. All of the reviews are basically like, good enough, <laughs> you know, or like, it it worked for my second grader, he didn't mind, <laughs> or, um, you know, exactly what I thought I was getting. <laughs> None of them are like, it's, ob- it's not obviously not about the quality of the pencil, it's all about value, you know, yeah. like, I got so many pencils. Um, so, they are, it, I mean, it's, they say that they're made of real wood, uh, they're made in the Philippines, apparently, hmm. which, you know. Was a little there's bit of a, a surprise. There's a bunch of uh, Newell Rubbermaid stuff made in the Philippines, like the um, mm. like the Newell Rubbermaid uh, Mongols are made there. Um, I wonder if this is this is a private label uh, Newell thing. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Um, I am right now. I'm jumping down into the one star reviews yeah. to see if any of our people have gotten a hold of them yet. <laughs> um, Erasable so army. Reasonable army. Activate. <laughs> I bought their big box of 100 pens. They were pretty good pens. They wrote really nicely. But their like selling point was like, these are cheap and they write. I'm like, cool. Yeah. Uh, one when they come review. in a box of 50, 100, uh, 50 black, 50 blue, which is pretty thoughtful. This one starts with, I am a professional pencil sharpener. <laughs> A.K.A. a <What>? teacher. <laughs> so it's, it's, <laughs> I was hoping it was dangerous. 
my students are always asking me to do this and they uh, I've tried to sharpen 15 of them and so far only seven of them have actually sharpened because they're constantly breaking so anyways. I got this real old sharp but it usually works Tim how would you so, how would you write the product descriptions for this would it be like you can use these pencils on you can paper use in space in a notebook you can use them in upside space? down you can <laughs> you use them Chinese in a shower and forget to get chopsticks you've got these pencils you can use it in the in the upside down you can, you can use you, it you can write on top of your water heater you can write yeah. <laughs> you can write on paper can, will the wise makes very good pictures with them in a notebook on Re- a remember pad. them in your now memories <laughs> <laughs> So, so yeah, there's that. I don't want to spend any more time on that because, but that was just like kind of a, just like a sad little thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, the only other thing I was going to bring up was the uh, we got some awesome stuff from Blackwing. I know Johnny, you're going to mention some of these as well, but I wanted to mention the pencil pouch. That. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll, a rip. I'll join a rip. A rip. I sure hope. I sure hope that was your pencil pouch, Johnny. Yeah. What just happened? I don't even want to know. <laughs> Johnny, are you okay? Yeah, you it's a call? very beefy zipper. <laughs> very beefy zipper. Very, very who, beefy zipper. Who needs it a is. typewriter, pal? What it the? Is a, it oh, is a no chunky, champ. chunky zipper. Um, but uh, I have been using it now for, I guess, when did we, we got these a uh, few, about last a week, week ago? Like a week ago, last yeah. Week? Yeah. And so I immediately um, loaded it up. I put about 15 pencils in. I capped them all. Uh, and I've really been enjoying it. It's a it's a good size. It's I, the big, which obviously they would get this right. But, you know, one problem we've had with a lot of other pencil pouches is that a full-length Blackwing doesn't tend to fit in them. Mm-hmm. So they clearly fixed that by making their own <laughs> uh, pencil pouch. But uh, what do you call this the material? Is it like Cordera waxed. or... It's like a waxed canvas. I think it's a waxed canvas. Wax, waxed canvas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. So it's a waxed canvas. has a little uh, leather or fake leather label on it. Something like that. But uh, yeah, it's it's cool. It, it holds a lot. What do you guys think of yours? Have you been using can, it? Can we talk about the like waxed it. canvas real quick? Sure. Yeah. So I've brought this up. I brought this up to you guys. I brought it to the group. And it's. I wonder if I have a defect. Um is yours tacky to the touch? Yeah. Just barely. I just Yeah, wax canvas is like that. But I've had wax canvas like coats and stuff before and it, it's not quite like if I press it too hard, I pull away wax on my finger. Yeah, man. They did, they meant business with this uh pouch. <sighs> I I don't know. I don't want like it's it picks up like cat hair and like lint and crumbs and stuff and mm. yeah, this I think that the material is just not for me. Yeah, I guess I just haven't noticed that because I have basically just, I loaded it up, I threw it in my messenger bag, and then when I get to school, I just take it out, open it up, put it on my desk, and leave it open. And so I'm not like carrying it around or using it anywhere unusual. It's either in my bag or on my desk Mm -hmm. is is basically all it's been. So I haven't really exposed it to any of that but uh it definitely yeah mine definitely has a tacky feel and i i know what you mean like if i do squeeze really bad or really hard i do feel a little bit of residue on my hand but it, yeah you know i don't know it'll go away after all it didn't while. it didn't okay. bug me yeah yeah but I, that's why i am i am really curious to see how it wears in over time yeah um, i do so love that i thought those sorry go ahead, ahead. Johnny. sorry 
I thought those rolls they had were kind of like, eh, but if they're made like this and this material, I think I totally want to put one on my Christmas list. They're, the rolls are I, I like this a lot. The rolls feel a little overpriced, but like this thing seems like it's like good quality for the price. So, and I, I do I do like that beefy zipper. <laughs> and I do like how <laughs> yeah. the Blackwing logo is like right there on the zipper. Um yeah, it's it's nice looking. It's it's a uh, it's understated, which uh, I think is is nice because the the pencils are not understated. Um, just like yeah, yeah, just but, but yeah, I, I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. I feel like it has like a Subaru factor. Like it doesn't look that big. Like if you swing in a um, an unsharpened black wing, it just goes through the zipper. Mm. They're like it's no bigger than it has to be, but it holds a ton of crap. Yeah, yeah, you could probably put like two dozen pencils in there. I feel like if you if you wanted to. Yeah, the site um, description says it'll hold twenty-four. Oh, how about that? I have not. My, eye, my eyeballs are my eyeballs got mad skills when it you comes good to mad to, pen, to pencil storage. <laughs> yeah. to take your you show me. You guess how many jelly beans are in the jar? Yeah, or you just we'll just do a thing. You just show me show me any container, and I'll tell you how many pencils. Step right up, I step promise. right up. Tim Wassum has so, got your pencil you estimator yeah. here. Tuba case seven thousand. F one fifty seven thousand one hundred forty-seven. Next, do you do you remember when I posted that? picture on Facebook of me at the Redwoods and then Charles Berlsheimer says that's about 40,000 pencils right there <laughs> I, was, I was laughing and he was like you think I'm kidding <laughs> no no that's exactly yeah. Right. yeah let me show you comes over and saws it down makes them right in front of you yeah brings his mobile pencil making kit <laughs> you need a pocket so. <laughs> yeah, just nothing but a pocket knife and some Elmer's glue. <laughs> uh, let's do it. Let's do this. Wood glue and a pocket knife. Um, yeah, so I think I think it's pretty awesome. I I I it kind of put things into perspective where it's like I'm going to put in every pencil that I'm using right now. And as I'm looking through, I have a uh, I have a twist uh, twist a bullet pencil. I have a CW pencils. Uh, extender with a 211 stub and then of all, everything else one two three four five six seven eight nine of them are palomino and then there's three others <laughs> so it's just like really made me realize um, how much of their stuff i use on a daily basis that's like what i tend to pick up and of course i knew that and i knew that i really liked them but just when you see them all together it's just kind of surprising but yeah but i'm a big fan of the pouch so yeah i like it a lot too I think the they packaging it. was like minimalist, but kind of chintzy. Mm-hmm. It's like a weird sleeve with a drawing that looks like somebody made it on their computer at lunchtime. Maybe they did. Maybe we should cut that out. That might be insulting. I don't. I don't mean it in an insulting way. It's just really simple. Yeah. But I mean, I guess it fits with how simple the pouch is. But most of their branding stuff is not this, you know, very thin line pencil drawing. Mm-hmm. It's a little mm-hmm. more bold. Yeah. So we can but. we can mention lastly just that they they're about thirty five dollars. So uh, if you're interested, you can check them out. And it seems like something that's going to last a long time, right? I mean, yeah, oh, yeah. Especially this it's zipper would take last. off your finger if you try to use this thing drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Let this be a warning to you, folks. <laughs> Don't try to get Johnny's pencils or uh-huh. he'll zip your finger off. <laughs> yeah, um, if you put some binder clips in there in a clever way, you could probably rig it up to like snap shut and take someone's finger out. <laughs> Like, hands off my 211s. You can do anything with binder clips. <laughs> Trust me. Yeah. Feature. There's your episode title. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's all I've got. But Johnny, you've got some other Blackwing stuff to talk about. Yeah. So um, last week we were all got a very heavy box from Blackwing, which also included one each of all of their new um, Pearl notebooks. So they have the Clutch, which is their pocket notebook, the A5-ish um, Slate notebook, which is sort of like a moleskin-style notebook that holds a pencil in the spine, and the Summit, which is a beautiful, like, huge um, soft cover book. But it's we talked about this before. It's stiff enough, but soft enough. It's a really, really nice book. So they all exist with a white cover now. And the Slate comes with a Pearl, obviously. So... Um, we each got them all, which is very awesome. Thank you, guys. Yeah, thank and, you. And I don't know about you guys. I was really excited when they came out because I really, really like Blackwing's notebooks. Their paper is mm-hmm. amazing. And my daughter really likes the pearls because she's like a really nerdy seven-year-old. <laughs> and these are like, these are really, really nice books. They're so beautiful. I'm, I'm afraid to touch them. Like, I'm afraid to put them into rotation because it's like just looking at them they're so nice but i'm definitely going to especially the slate i mean the slate is an awesome notebook and i got plain paper in mine so i was like swooning when that thing came out of the box but yeah what do you guys think of the summit the really big notebook in general or the white one specifically uh i guess both hmm. uh i so for me like i'm in general i'm i'm pretty into it you know like i've talked before about like the huge loich term that i've used and the big red black notebooks and the big baron fig notebooks like i like those for for writing um you know long form stuff i really really enjoy that and this one i'm looking forward to using the last one i got of the of the summit was a dot grid which um just doesn't i just don't like to do long form stuff with dot grid and so that one would have to fill kind of a different use like maybe as a when I have a, usually when I have a doc grid notebook, even like a confidant or something, I'll usually save that to use for lesson planning and things like that to jot things down daily to do lists. But, but this Pearl one I got was, uh, was lined and I'm excited to use that, um, for some, for some stuff. And I even kind of hit a kind of a flat point in NaNoWriMo because I've been, I told you I've been typing it and that I was getting stale. And so I thought I was going to switch over and, and do some, handwriting and i might i might bust that out and use the the pearl summit for it because i think it's a really nice. really killer notebook what about you andy you... um i don't know i i like the i like it i i think aesthetically they're very nice and i i think they complement the black ones really well i personally am not a big like you know white leather fan and so and also like you know it's it's paired with graphite like pencils and i i just i think those covers are just begging to get like smeary (laughs) from graphite but yeah they're i did think about that with the slate like sliding a pencil in and out of the yeah the white band like it's (laughs) there's gonna be like graphite lines up the side it's gonna look so good (laughs) i I think that these notebooks are very instagrammable until you actually like break them open and start using them but um we'll see yeah and, and it's totally not like i it's just personally not my aesthetic but i i know a lot of people who would really be into these so i may i may gift them um but yeah as far as that that big uh, summit goes it's it's bigger than i usually use but i do love that size it's very satisfying and it's uh yeah it's just a really nice you know seven and a half by ten in ten size um yeah <laughs> Yeah, their paper is so nice. The last time I used a clutch, I used um, 
It's so the MMX it doesn't smear. That paper is so lush. It's so thick and yeah, just really, really nice. And it's like the perfect tooth. It's like slightly toothier than a moleskin, but like ten times as thick. Yeah. Yeah, I I really really like these. I'm really excited. When they came out, I was like, oh crap, that goes like sixty five bucks because I want one of everything. <laughs> but one of the one of the wonder one of the many perks of co-hosting a pencil podcast aside from the wonderful people you use is getting giant boxes from like Blackwing and and Baron Fig and other really nice generous books. That sounded really really shallow. <laughs> I really like having a podcast because we get free it's stuff all the time. It's not my favorite thing, but it's a nice little perk. Uh, like, we came home cool. like what the hell is this? I didn't know anything from Blackwing. I'm like, oh, this is awesome. <laughs> yeah, I, I was wondering. Very grateful this? for it. Yeah. And on the other end of the spectrum, Target has some new dipped pencils in the uh, dollar section that are um, glitter. The, <sighs> I saw those. The dip part. Yeah, they're rolled in glitter, and then they have that like you know thin layer of plastic or whatever they have on them. So they're really pretty, but not so much. Well, the glitter's under plastic. Which makes it not get all over your stuff, but also not glitter as much. As if that's intelligible. Not glitter but, as much. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't shimmer. <laughs> but if you yeah. guys aren't near a target, I'll totally get you guys a pack or like three. <laughs> I'll raise my target. Oh uh, yeah, no, I'm good. We got we've got those right here. We're lousy right with targets. We're <laughs> lousy. Yeah, We're everywhere. One of ours is closing. Which can't spit without like hitting the target. So um, also in the say the uh, sales and deals section, I was at a Staples that I don't usually go to over the weekend, and they had their six packs of Statler Mars um, HBs marked down from seven bucks to two bucks in the clearance section. So I bought the only three they had. So I got a dozen and a half really nice pencils for six dollars, which is fantastic. Mm, very cool. Those are like Ticonderoga prices That's for a great German deal. beauty. Yeah, and then but I mean I don't want to I didn't want to put anything in the group because I went to another tart uh, Staples today and they were not on sale. So you know if you're at a Staples, check it out, but don't make a special trip, waste gas and stuff. So my only other fresh point is that NaNoWriMo is half over. So Tim and I are probably not as brain alive as we usually are in a normal month. Yeah. How far are you, Andy? Or I mean, uh, Johnny, how how many words have you? Hit? Uh, I didn't count. Where's the book? I think I'm at almost 24,000 after today. So I'm like Man. damn slightly ahead, slightly ahead. I fell way way behind, but I'm still just happy that I got anything done. I'm hoping this weekend uh, or maybe tomorrow. Uh, I had a big observation yesterday at school and so I, and stuff was happening at home and I got behind. I'm I'm like right around um like 1300 or i mean 13,000 so week two is always tough yeah still more than i have ever written in a month <laughs> in my entire life so i'm pr- feeling pretty good about that so so uh, i'm using dime novels and i'm mm-hmm. writing really small so i have this like permanent crimp and my thumb and my finger is swollen all the time <laughs> how i think uh, i'm screwed i'm doing something bad how many dime novels have you gone through so i'm still on the second one i'm getting like 200 to 250 words a page because i'm I'm like, oh, these are expensive when I'm writing really small. But I'm writing so small, I'm really hurting my hands. And it's hard to use pencil on that paper because it's kind of toothy if you write small. But you can use stuff like a Grip 2001 
HB with an eraser, and it looks like mm. you know you're using a rollerball pen on that paper. Nice, mm-hmm. it's great. I should probably do a blog post about this, but like all my spare time is NaNoWriMo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, it's you know tough. it's fun when you're driving. You're like, man, my freaking hand hurts from writing all day. <laughs> Yeah, um, well, there's go? camp. There's camp in Arimo in April, so maybe we can get all folks to uh, come do yeah, put something out and make a plumbago issue out of it. Hell yeah, yeah I'm d- I'm definitely planning on doing the July one. Like the I didn't realize there was one over summer break, so I'm definitely gonna do that. So yeah, it's fun. <laughs> and um, Harry mm-hmm. Marks made a um, Hanorimo group for folks that are doing it by hand. So there are only a handful <laughs> of us on there, but. It's, you know, very supportive and nice and awesome. I, you know, I, I'm not participating in NaNoWriMo, so, but I'm in that group because he just, like, added me. <laughs> and so I just decided to be a smartass about it. He would post, like, <laughs> day seven counts, and I'd be like, yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> you betcha. <Yeah. laughs> and that's all I have. How about you, Andy? Well, speaking of, of NaNoWriMo... Um, I am, I am not writing a novel, but I am for the first time in years and years trying to write uh, a short story. I'm really, really out of practice. And it's a little shameful considering like for a large chunk of my, my life, I like only wanted to be a novelist or like a, like a, like a fiction writer. So I'm writing a short story for Plumbago. Um, I won't, I won't spoil it, but it, it takes place around the same time that the uh, Black Wings stopped like Fabric Estelle Blackwing stopped being produced. Um, Ooh. So I've already like had a major uh, shift in the storyline. I went from like, you know, one kind of character in one setting to some other completely different thing. <laughs> and I'm just not used mm. to that. I'm, I'm at some point in college, I realized that I'm much better at writing like nonfiction, like journalism or <laughs> pencil reviews or th- things like that rather than, um, fiction and so i just sort of like switched and never looked back but i definitely read a lot of fiction and i respect a lot of fiction and I've, i feel like i'm uh you know I, I i read it and i can relate to it and i'm often i'm like man i want to write that so i'm trying it <laughs> it's really hard nice. um but yeah i i i can't definitely i haven't written the same amount of words as you guys but i feel like i'm right there with you in the trenches so, uh, speaking of, uh, Plumbago, speaking of short fiction and Plumbago, um, just on Sunday, uh, we announced our, uh, micro fiction contest for the magazine. So, um, basically I, I'm kind of obsessed with the idea of six word stories. Uh, you know, there's that famous one that like maybe Ernest Hemingway wrote and maybe he didn't, I, it's often attributed to him. That's basically, um, like, you know, baby for sale, baby shoes, never worn. And it's something that in six words, he like conveys like a whole rich story with it. Um, or just a pair of like misguided, like a, just a misguided gift from somebody. Yeah. Like, born. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, <laughs> and it's something, and you never know, I guess that's the ambiguity. Um, yeah. it, it's a, an exercise that um, people who do what I do, which is, you know, writing interfaces, we often like to kind of participate in because it's creative writing, but it also is operating under enormous constraints so you really 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 have to think about the words that you choose to use and conveying the maximum amount of meaning with the fewest amount of words and it's hard and it's fun um 
And so I like doing it. And and I was like, you know what? We should do a contest, a short story contest with you know six words only. So um, if you go to erasable.us slash six, the number six words, um, you can see a little page about it. And there's also something in our group if you are in the group about it. Um, write a six-word story about um, about stationery, and you will be entered to win. Um, enter as many times as you want. Um, we're going to pick five winners, and each winner gets, of course, published in Plumbago into the uh, fiction and poetry issue. But also, uh, CW Pencils, Caroline has generously donated uh, prize money. So if you win, you will also get a $20 gift card to... CW pencils and I will make sure that yeah I will make sure that winners get that before Christmas and although that they won't get you know published in the issue until after Christmas so so please uh, enter if you have a six word short story and keep in mind this is not like a haiku we don't want just like a description of something we want something with uh, as (laughs) as much as you can in six words like a plot (laughs) we want people to kind of have the ability to read between the lines and infer meaning um, yeah, so it's harder than it looks. Please, please enter. Um, I was gonna, you know, I should talk about the new field notes. Um, they are, um, they were announced today, but they are not <laughs> everything. All right. That's my West Wing ringtone. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah. So, so field notes just this morning, uh, announced their new, um, their new issue. It is called Resolution, and it is kind of a good follow-up to um, to Ambition, I feel like. You know, this is, that was uh, winter of 2014. This is, what, three years later? This is the um, winter 2017 edition. Um, it is a pocket-sized weekly planner, kind of like in uh, Ambition, and then two to-do list notebooks that are similar a little bit to um, like the word notepads. Mm -hmm. Um, And instead of sort of that like classic, very fibrous cover with the gilding, like the gold gilding on it, these are very modern, like red, white, and blue colors. Um, Yeah. So it's, it's very productivity focused. I think it'll be good for your new year's resolutions. Um, Just as ambition was good for sort of like the ambition of getting organized in the new year. Um, Do you guys see these? What do you think? Yeah. I like the little uh, yeah, they're cool slide in calendars. Yeah, cool. Yeah, those are those are cool. So at first, I'm like, it's kind of random because when they did ambition, there were three colors and three books. They did a the date book, just a graph paper book, and the ledger. And with this one, there are three colors, but two of the books are the same. So yeah. it's bothering me symmetrically somehow. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I definitely I I love the way they look. Um, I really, I was afraid that they just printed the field notes logo, um, kind of on top of the colors, but it looks like they were actually like matte foil stamped on there, which is cool. So I think they look really cool. Um, I would love to see, I would love to try out, I'll, you know, we'll try out pretty soon, try out the, the to-do lists just to see how they go. So they have, um, what they're calling a slot screw head device at the start of each line for marking. That's like the perfect description for that too. <laughs> it's it's so on brand for field notes. You know, it's it's it has that like line through it that's you can use for marking like completed or partially completed tasks, um, which is a little bit kind of like the dot in the middle of the word notepads. It's it's basically like pseudo simplistic bullet journaling. 
Um, and then the date the date book uh, displays one week on each two piece spread. So you know you can use it as a, as a planner. You can use it as like a little micro journal. You know whatever. Um, yeah, I'm excited to try it. I I feel like you know back when ambition came out, I tried using that as sort of like a like a micro journal. Like every day, write you know a couple lines about what's going on, how you're feeling. Um, I tried using like the standard memorandum by Word notepads that way. I just can never get in the habit of it. Um, I want to try to eventually to try to get into it, but yeah, I'm looking forward so, to using these things. Did they say like is one of the colors the planner, or it would be really funny if they played a joke like every pack is a different color that has the planner in it, just to, like <laughs> s- screw with the collectors. I don't think they indicated that. I'm looking at the specifications, which is on the um, the product page right now, and I don't Maybe it's see. A joke. Yeah, that would be amazing if it was. Um, you have to collect all three of each. Um, yeah, that'd be good. Um, that would be really cool. And this, the black staples look really nice. Yeah. Um, I love, love, love that they, um, you know, somebody pointed out in the group that whoever, like, you know, we, ha- we have the idea of Staple Day, which I think started in the Field Nuts group, but we've definitely uh, adopted in our group. Um, and when you get to the middle, middle page where you see the inside of the staples, uh, they actually have a little thing that says Staple Day on the inside. So I'm super into that. I think that's awesome. Um, that's cool. Yeah, I like how the, um, the dual color printing inside. Oh, it's like yeah. gray paper with white and then with darker gray. Yeah, I like that a lot. It's kind of like what yeah, does cool. white lines. Um, so, so notable about this packet is that they will also have a 10th anniversary three pack in it, which this is the way they describe it. They're not showing anything as of yet. And I don't think there are any spoilers yet. Um, uh, it features reprints of early of three early iterations of what would eventually become Field Notes with all their faults and weirdness. So, don't know what that looks like. I'm hoping that means that one of them will be a version of like that early Field Notes that Aaron Draplin used to mail out to friends that didn't have like you know the branding of the Kudal company on it. It was just basically him and his shop making those. Um, and some of the early ones had like the limited edition numbers printed on the front, you know, blank of blank. Um, so we'll see, we'll see what that looks like, but I can't wait to see, to see that 10th anniversary edition. Cool. Um, so yeah, field notes next time we'll have to do a follow-up just to see how, how it feels. Um, last thing I want to mention is, uh, somebody in our Facebook group, uh, Jason Patterson, he has really caught the hackwing bug and he has been hackwinging like crazy. He is an amazing <laughs> hackwinger. Um yeah, if you if you're in the group, uh just search for Jason Patterson. Um if you are not, go to hackwing.club where he has submitted some of his like really amazing designs, but he is he's been on fire and he has been super carefully um uh putting these hackwings together. So, he actually got some paint um, I can't remember what kind of paint he said he used, but he it looks like he anodized the aluminum of the of the ferrules from a hackwing. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. The Ticonderoga one was awesome. Yeah. He he took a he took a um a ferrule and he painted it green and he took gold like tape and he strung it around to make it look like stripes and he put it on the back of a Ticonderoga and it looks incredible. I yeah, I can't um uh, did he use a Ticonderoga or did he use a um, one of the Baron Figs? Well, he did one with no stripes with a um, 
the Baron Fig Archer, and then he did one with Stripes. That's right. Androga. That's right. Here he is. Yeah, he, he covered uh, it all. Yeah, he got gold. Bl- he got gold bands on one of these ferrules um, with uh, gloss polyacrylic paint, uh, gold vinyl tape, and super glue, and then a uh, pink eraser. And he put that on a Dixon Ticonderoga. It looks <laughs> incredible. Um, yeah. So was he the one that did the uh, Futura with the gold ferrule and the pink eraser? I think so. That one's yeah ridiculous. That's perfect. Yeah. So. Huge kudos to Jason. Uh, these look amazing. He's, I think he's a friend of uh, uh, um, Mike Higgins. He lives in Champaign. I don't want to compromise his opsec by telling people where he lives and everything. But yeah, these these are so good. So thank you, Jason, for committing com- for submitting to the like larger Hackwing Brain Trust. These look super good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Should yeah, we uh, awesome. should we talk about the main topic? Sure. Do you want to take a break first, or should we go right into it? I'm good. You guys are good. What do you think? I'm good. Tim, cool. Um, yeah, let's. Uh, we'll keep it short, running a little long, but um, I think maybe you know, fifteen twenty minutes. Um, we're here today to talk about the Secret Life of the Pencil, which is a book um, I got through um, Chronicle Books, which is a San Francisco-based bookstore that distributes to other ones that can make what I can only call like gift books or coffee table books they have a lot of like um you know those poems of as if written by cats like i could pee on this or you know <laughs> things like that they they have another book called um oh man the cats of star trek where they have pictures like illustrations of cats wearing like original series star trek costumes and with funny captions on them like it's fun to buy and it's fun to gift but like they're not super you know, like well-written or like full of plot or whatever. <laughs> this mm-hmm. one is actually made by a company in the UK um, and lawrenceking.com, I guess. Um, and it was distributed to me through Chronicle Books at least. Um, yeah. So what, Tim, what would you say would be like the premise of this book? Well, as far as I can tell, the concept was... I mean, it's a kind of sort of a simple, simple premise. I guess the premise would just be that uh, pencils are still vibrant things that are used by artists and architects and creators, uh, and that people have kind of one of a kind relationships with their pencils. Because it seems like all of these are there aren't a lot of repeats, and even the ones that they show tend to have something odd that's been done to them or something that they've like. They've made it their own in some way, mm-hmm. and so there's 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 interviews at the end, and there's quotes throughout, but most of it is based on these like super detailed close up shots of pencils used by people all across the creative world. Yeah. So, but that's I guess that's my like my 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 short version would be it is about the connection of a specific pencil to a specific artist and then how they make it their own and why it's important to them. Yeah. That's a good summary. Yeah. Johnny, what and do you think? Are, what's your favorite book? book? Yep. Sorry, go oh, on. Sorry? Oh, it's sort of a companion book to it, um, an exhibit that's been touring for a couple of years that has like larger versions of all the pictures in the book. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I think probably the best part of the book itself is the photography. It's just like 
super macro. Um, it's really, really like textured and detailed. And mm-hmm. you know, yeah, you, I've seen pictures of the exhibit. They're like poster size. Yeah, that would be really cool. cool to go see. You can like, you know, you get super close up, and you can tell like when something's not real wood, or if it's been sharpened with a burr sharpener, because like you can, you can almost feel the texture in these these shots. They're kind of like high contrast, really macro. Um, yeah, and then like the obvious knife sharpened. Yeah, pencils are really cool. Yeah, really cool looking. So I, I don't know. I, I, I did. I definitely noticed like what you were saying, Tim, about how like there seems to be a uh, extra amount of German pencils in here. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, and and being like the you know the pencil wonks that we are, I I wish they would have like actually cited what pencils they were. <laughs> oh God, right, <driving laughs> but nuts. they didn't. Yeah. But they didn't. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I, I mean, it's amazing how different this pencil would be or this book would be for someone like us versus, you know, someone in the art world who knows all these names. Like, I don't know. I know maybe 5% of the names mm-hmm. would, would are recognizable to me, but I spend the entire book just like trying to pick out like landmarks on the pencil where I'm like, wait, wait, that's a, that's a red line, yeah. black line, <laughs> gold print, that's Staedtler. State that's got to be a Staedtler. I mean, but that's a that core is pretty <laughs> wide though. That's that's got to be like a four B. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's got to be four B. You know, like uh, yeah, and, can't help but do that the whole time, which is fun. Yeah, and and I guess I get that. Like the whole message of the book is like you can be creative, you can be a world class artist, even with using sort of like this humble pencil. So like the tool doesn't really matter, but like this is a podcast about tools, <laughs> about mm-hmm. those tools. Johnny, you had a you had a really good thought about like the. Um, like the interviews and the the actual like text portion of the book. Yes, yeah, so um I realized that you know we like we have mechanical pencils in our Facebook group and we sort of embrace mechanical pencils as pencils, but the way that they talk about pencils and the exhibit and in the book is is something like they're really talking about wooden pencils. So I feel like including mechanical pencils sort of you know they could have just put bics in there too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I just being nitpicky and um a lot of the people they interview don't actually use pencils they just kind of think pencils are cool which was kind of disappointing and the guy that wrote the intro himself said he doesn't use pencils he uses pens like i i yeah. used to use pencils well but i mean yeah. to, to to his credit he did say that he wrote 10 novels in pencils <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> so he spent a lot of time but uh i was actually going to bring that up because it's something we've talked about on the podcast but in his introduction he says that I, I wrote 10 novels in pencil and then I switched to pen because I was just paranoid that the uh, pencil would fade. I'm like, come on. Bro. It's a rook, rookie mistake. Come on, you've been doing this long enough. You write those 10. <laughs> I mean, you know they're not going to fade. I mean, if you look <laughs> I back know that at you're if a you've famous 10 novels and all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Anyways. It was a really, really interesting book, though, besides those little nitpicky things. Like, I showed it to Charlotte. Before she went to bed tonight, she's really excited to read it tomorrow. Hmm. Do you guys have any? Henry wants to see the pictures. Do you guys have any favorite uh, spreads or, or or features in here? Yeah, um, I actually was just going to point out on page seventy. Hmm. Everybody, turn your textbook to page seventy. <laughs> um, Tim, would you please <laughs> please read aloud for the class? <laughs> um, sorry, I'm almost there. Um, there is a quote from somebody named Posey Simmons that says, A pencil is an instrument of endless versatility. It can be soft and tentative, busy and inquisitive, hard and probing, smudgy and mysterious. And I thought mm. that quote 
was awesome. And then it's got a, these tiny little pencils that are obviously knife sharpened from Posey Simmons, who's a cartoonist. And they are these uh, Faber-Castells that are two like identical little well-loved... Uh, f- wait, uh, one is Faber-Castell and one is a Schwartz Black. Maybe that's also a Faber-Castell, oh. just the other side of it. Yeah, they're um, the watercolor pencils. Okay, so I've never seen these before. I've never used them, but that was a favorite of mine. Um, yeah. Yeah. There's did you, one. Did you catch the uh, the Home Depot carpenter pencil in here? Yes. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> um, I think my favorite quote was, um, "It's th- the actual page is not marked, but it would basically be 26. Um, it's a red spread, and it has, I think that's the Home Depot pencil, actually, now that you mention it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, um, Michelle um, Burke says, I love drawing with pencil because it's part of me. It's instant, organic, and direct, which is mm-hmm. some of the stuff I love about pencils. So, yeah, it's a it's a fun book. I am tickled that, you know, they you know, reached out to us about it. Um, it's beautiful. I think I would, mm-hmm. like, gift this to somebody who was, like, pencil curious or kind of just starting to go deep on it because there's not a lot yeah. of reading. Like, you can read the, you can read the interviews, um, <laughs> I have to admit that I didn't read many of the interviews. I thought they generally when you're talking to an artist about something that's really like high level like this, like it just it tends to get a little like high minded or a little pretentious. <laughs> <laughs> I don't wanna call anybody out. But yeah. One quote that stuck in my head though is somebody said something like the pencil uh pencils let us talk without words oh yeah actually (laughs) we use words yeah there are words on the page i'm writing words on the page so i mean maybe you're an artist but it was just like one of those like that sounds like something that an art school kid would say but it it reminded me of that documentary um about pencils that just came out not not that long ago um where they interviewed like caroline and they interviewed the president of musgrave and like you know people like that just were fascinating it was such a good piece but then they also interviewed like agency art directors and artists and people who were just like talking about the pencil as sort of like this elevated object and this thing they used to, you know, just like transfer our thoughts instantaneously into like real space. And (laughs) and it's just like, come on guys, this is a pencil. Let's not take ourselves so seriously. Yeah. (laughs) Which happens um, all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I so another kind of highlight for me that uh, is one of the things that seems like a sort of like crazy artist's mind would create something like this, but I'm totally intrigued is on page 48. There's a picture of two pencils that have been bound together with like brass wire. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. That's cool. yeah. It was super weird, but it's like a white pencil and then like a black like marking pencil or something. And it's a super macro shot of a tiny little white pencil that's like an inch long that's been wrapped together with a uh yeah with a black pencil and it's super weird and hmm. intriguing I'm like why does that exist i don't understand but i love it um <laughs> did it did it bother you that they were like they look like they were ground down like they they needed to be like sharp resharpened or something it was just like are these dead pencils this yeah. is the it end of their like life they were, like, the wood is cut on the same line it looks like they they actually cut them that way or something yeah and it says that the guy wonder, is this is it a sculpture or is it a tool? Good yeah, question. That's what I was wondering too. Is this how intentional was this? Is this like are they trying to make a statement with this? Because sharpening that little white pencil would be pretty difficult to do. <laughs> um, yeah. 
Yeah, there, there were definitely some interesting like sharpening decisions on there. Um, there's one actually on page <laughs> 58 and 59. Um, I had no idea how they did it. Um, oh, actually, it's a makeup artist. So yeah. mm-hmm. um, it, this pencil is sort of like curved Smith. upward like it's a horn or something like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What? Do you see that, 58, 59? Maybe, yeah, maybe it's, it's like it's a mascara. Mascara pencil or something. Yeah, you know my. I still really, really want to have a makeup art makeup artist on the show to talk about makeup pencils because it's a whole segment of pencils we just don't cover on here. Yeah. Yeah. Anyhow, that would yeah, be cool. That would be, be very cool. cool. Like, I had a few other things that kind of stuck out for me yeah. that I I really liked. Um, there's a there's a several pretty cool stories hmm. within it. Um. There's the Nabokov story. Did you see that? The the Vladimir Nabokov story about how when he was a kid that he had, and he's the famous black wing user, you know, writing whole novels on index cards using black wings. And, uh, but there's a story about him as a kid hmm. getting a huge novelty pencil and just getting like obsessed yeah. with this, which was like a really cool story. Cause it's like, wow, Nabokov was just like us going to the book fair in middle school yeah. and buying this like ma- massive novelty pencil and being like, this is crazy. <laughs> you know, like the, he ended up being, you know, friggin' Nabokov. But there's also a John Lennon story. Um, did you, either of you see that part? Yeah. That cut yeah. in the tablecloth. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They were like, this guy like went to a restaurant that's gotten, and, and John Lennon was there like drawing pictures on the tablecloth and he went over and like, cut it out, tore it in half, gave one to his girlfriend, gave one to him. Like That's like a whole short story that <laughs> needs to be written right there, which is uh, pretty fantastic. Like John Lennon writing or just draw, like doodling on a on a tablecloth and then getting to go home with that is pretty yeah. fantastic. Did, did, are there any pencils that you saw in the pictures that you wanted to buy after seeing it that you were like, I need to find whatever that is? Yeah, that, there's a um, teamograph with a metal cap that doesn't exist anymore now that they're painted on. I would love to track mm-hmm. down. Yeah. What page was that? Yeah. Uh, I don't remember what page that was. Whatever page it was. It's yellow and green. Yeah, I saw that. That was really great. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah. There is... Um, oh, it's on page... It's on the same page as those pencils that are bound together. It's on page mm-hmm. 40, 40, yeah, 49. Yeah. Um, I noticed how many, um, like, uh, grease pencils there were. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. there were quite a few yeah, lots of, of the kind that had the like, like those those layered paper covers um, that you can just kind of tear off. Th- those are cool. We should do. We should figure out how to do an episode about grease pencils. I know nothing about them, and I bet that there's somebody out there who's an expert. That would be cool. Uh, there's someone in that group who uses them every day at work. Who's that? Nothing about. I'm gonna call out Dave. He's, he uses them all the time at work to write on things. He says the Davester peel off ones. Yep. Oh. Okay. Yeah, that would be awesome. Um, cool. So I guess the pencil that I would, I had to flip through and find it, um, that I would super be interested in knowing more about it is on page 42. Um, it has, there's kind of this marbleized paper one, and then there's this one with like Japanese characters on it. Yeah, yeah, those are cool. I don't know anything about this, yeah, but it looks sure. really great. Yeah, um, I was smitten with the dice pencil, which I had never seen before. <laughs> Did you see that? Which page yeah, is that on? pretty cool. Uh, it's on page seventy-seven. It's it's a white pencil, and every side of the hex has a different number of dots. Yeah, yep. I and saw so you that. can like roll it and use it as like a as a die. I, I totally didn't That's get that awesome. it was a dice pencil. Um, I yeah, just, I, but I saw well, the dots. I didn't when I saw the picture. I didn't notice it, but then he's interviewed in the back, and he mentions the dice pencil, and so that yeah. was how I like kind of put together. There's a pencil on page um, ninety-four. 
93 that uh, I it's probably not but part of me wanted to say that it was a Blackwing 725 um, because it's got just like that that kind of orangish yellow sunbursty color to it with the the white layer beneath it with the white layer yeah yeah I'd 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 be willing to bet that yeah Um, I don't know I also like some of the mods that people did to their pencils like there was there's one on page 25 that um, David Schilling has it's against this background that just says Barbie but he like dripped wax down the end of the pencil, and I don't know if that's to make it easier to grip or if it's just for fun, for a good picture. Yeah, yeah for a good picture. So, Johnny, if you, um, I don't know, like where where would you put this this pencil book in sort of like your your pencil book canon, if you would? Um, eye candy. Yeah, that's good. Definitely. Way to put it. Yeah, the, the photographs are amazing. I, I would love to see like a meta shot of the setup with how they got these shots, like yeah, the, the lens cool. or the camera. Um and honestly, like, yeah, a, a little bit more about the tool themselves, but I totally I totally understand that it's about the artists, it's not about the tools. Um but yeah, it's such a intricate part. And you notice they didn't talk about pens, they didn't talk about paintbrushes or software, or any of those things. It was about you know, pencils. Yeah. I wish the exhibit was near here. I don't even know if it came to the United States. Yeah. Um, what is the name of the exhibit? Is it the secret life of the pencil as well? Yeah. 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 I think I followed them on Twitter before they even started a, a book, but yeah, it's, it's, it's fascinating. It's a great, like kind of introduction or just sort of connection, I guess, between the creatives and their, their pencils. Yeah, I wonder if they sold uh, posters of any of them. Ooh, that would be... A few of those would be a cool bla- uh, blow-up. Hell yeah, that would be really cool. See, I'm looking on their website shop right now. Let's see. Hmm. But, um, yeah, I mean, this is like the opposite of the Petrosky book, which is like... <laughs> it is. Really good, but really heavy. It dives it dives like, directly into the tools. It doesn't, you know, talk much about, like, you know, how people are using them, but mostly about how they're produced. Oh! <gasps> You can buy prints. Ooh, okay. That's good to know. Oh, my. Oh, my. <laughs> Are all of them That's in prints? Bad to know. Yeah. Um, it looks like most of them, at least. Hmm. Oh, man. 54 different ones you can pick from. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Maybe they're prohibitively expensive. Hopefully. That'll make life easier. To make sure a house isn't just covered oh, wall yeah, to wall in pencil prints. Yeah, they're 165.99 euros or pounds, sorry. Holy crap, for how, what size? Um 20 by 16. Oh, they're 20 by 16, 20 by 30 and 30 by 40, but there're only 5 of those. And the shipping is very expensive. Mm. So it went it comes out to 204 pounds 8 cents. Wow, yeah. For the 20 by 16. That's so that's basically one. $250 about. Yeah, the oh my god, the one that's thirty by forty is eighteen hundred. Twenty two hundred when you when you buy it. All right, well that makes it easy. I'm if anybody out there would like to would like to get us a Christmas present. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um so yeah, it was a it was a good book. It was fun. Um it's it's yeah, like I think Johnny's I think he really called it like as a really good compliment to like the Henry Petrosky pencil book. It's it's a lot of really pretty pictures. It's a lot about like the usage and the creativity behind behind these tools or 
I guess, in front of these tools. But it's not a lot about like, the, you know, the wonkiness of pencils. Like there's nothing about what they are, how they're made, how people sharpen them, why they sharpen them in a certain way, things like that. I do think they should do another one and just interview like us, Les, yes. the, hey, Mr. Hagen. Yeah. Uh, Matthias, that would be awesome. If any authors out there want to write a book about the pencil sphere, um, here we are. <laughs> we are we are willing to be your uh, interview subjects, to be your guides. Yeah, for the cover photo, we'll all get into the same room. Yeah, just fly us out to meet somewhere and we'll be all set. Boom. <laughs> That'll be awesome. Yeah. I'm excited already. So Tim, what is what is your what is your least favorite part of this book? Well, it's like kind of selfish answer to it, and I kind of alluded to it earlier. But um my my least favorite part is that I I, I you know, I at the same time I appreciate that a lot of artists were given a chance to like be a part of this that you know, maybe were like should be more recognized than they are. But uh, it was a little bit of a bummer just to not recognize anybody, <laughs> you know. Like I wanted, or I wanted it to like expand and see more of like a a wide range. Um, most of them are artists, and to see more writers would have been cool, um, mm-hmm. just in general. But again, that is totally selfish, and I cannot count that against the book because the pictures are gorgeous, and they they clearly have gotten they've chosen wisely, <laughs> you know, of these people to have in the book. Yeah, but um. I'd say that's that's a main one, you know, and um I I I guess my only other kind of negative is is I think something that happens with a lot of art books is that it seems at parts to be trying real hard. Yeah. Um and that just like uh, authenticity wise, it just kind of some of these pencils were clearly not just grabbed out of the pencil cup and a picture was taken of them. Right? Yeah. They've, they've carved little pictures into the side of them or they've, they've chosen the perfect one. That's the most photogenic. And it's, um, it's not exactly just like a gorilla, you know, pull it out of the desk. Here's what it looks like. Um, some of them it's like, Oh, this one's really beat up. This would look cool. <laughs> you know, kind yeah. of thing. And yeah. I, I, and that might just be the cynical side of me, but, uh, yeah. It's a pretty Still, it's a pretty mm-hmm. narrow topic like premise and somebody had to fill mm-hmm. a whole book so you know that they mm-hmm. probably embellished a little bit. Yeah, for sure. And and uh, overall I still very glad that this exists and I do enjoy it quite a bit and like I, I like the interviews in the end uh a lot. Um I guess I just um yeah, really just would have liked to see more writers uh, mm-hmm. as opposed to I mean there's so many artists which makes sense. Um and maybe it's just harder than I'd like to admit to find writers who still uh are writing by hand and using pencils. So Yeah, good point. Cool. Um John anything anything to add or should we should we button it up? Uh I might reiterate that there's a lot of people that would want to see this and there's a pencil shop in New York. So if you brought the exhibit to New York, you know, folks would come. We would all come. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good good call. Yeah, that's true. VIP tickets. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. Um, that could be the, the erasable summit that we're always talking about. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be cool. That would be cool. Be I'll even cool. shave. Oh man. Well, you heard it here I first. Won't. <laughs> I won't. Uh, I'll shave my head. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> no, I will not do okay. that. Okay. <laughs> if someone yeah. brings us all to New York, we will all shave our heads. 
No, we're not going to skull caps. No, no, we won't. <laughs> we're not going to do that. But you know what we'll do is we'll we'll live stream our tattoos. There you go. O M F G. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So um, I we're going to have a link in show notes to um, a link on Amazon where you can buy the book. But I would like to encourage you to actually to go over to C W Pencils. Um, you know what? We'll have a link there too. Um, mm-hmm. If you're at CW Pencils, if you go to the storefront, or if you um, look online and look under the everything else category, um, they're selling this book. It's it's fifteen bucks. It's not that expensive. It's pretty cheap at fifteen dollars. Yeah, um, yeah, it's, it's nicely it's made. Good price. Book. It's like a dollar and a half cheaper on Amazon. But I encourage you to support your small local pencil shop and get it from uh, CW Pencils. So that is The Secret Life of the Pencil by Alex Hammond and Mike Tinney um, from Lawrence King Publishing and distributed in the U.S., I believe, by Chronicle Books. Um, yeah, that is that is the book that we just talked about. Um, Johnny, where can people find you on the internet? <laughs> that was a, a very purred happily ending. Yes, like, and, 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 and that this is the, is book, the book that, that I'm we talking just talked about. about <laughs> on which I will showcase now. So all of you perverts out there. And now I'll ask Johnny to say something about him. And Johnny, you can be found so, on the uh, internet. And in which location you can be found at? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So I am on the internet at PencilRevolution.com, on Twitter at Pencilution, and I'm on Instagram at my name. How about you guys? And Tim is my co-host, and Tim is on the internet at... <laughs> <laughs> Tim can be found at Tim Wassum on Twitter and Timothy Wassum on Instagram. Awesome. And I am I'm Andy Welfley. I am on woodclinch.com, uh Andy.coffee, and on Instagram and Twitter at A W E L F as in uh Feral L E. <laughs> and this nice. is the Erasable Podcast. Um we are um at erasable.us you can find more about this particular episode, including show notes and recording itself at erasable.us slash 85. Uh, you can find more about Plumbago Magazine at plumbago.xyz <laughs> and uh, uh, join our community of people, uh, more than 1,200 members. We're at facebook.com slash groups slash erasable. Uh, well, we're, while you're on Facebook, our official mouthpiece, our page is facebook.com slash erasable podcast. We're on Twitter and Instagram at Erasable Podcast. Uh, find us wherever you find your your handcrafted uh, artisanal podcasts on the iTunes podcast directory, on the Google Play Store, through your app. Rate us and review us. Uh, we will see you in two weeks. Thanks for joining us. The intro music for the Erasable Podcast is graciously provided by This Mountain, a collaborative folk rock band from Johnson City, Tennessee. You can check out their music at www.thismountainband.com.